Make sure you're subscribed to Issues Etc. Type Issues Etc. in your podcast provider, hit that subscribe button, and leave us a five-star review. This will make it easier for other podcast listeners to find Issues Etc. Basically, you can't have a hate crime against a group that Yale Law School, Harvard Law School, and the New York Times and NPR don't think is an oppressed minority. And I think that now it is very important to encourage Christians in Finland and everywhere that now it is the time to be open, not to be silent, to be open about your faith. In those kinds of services we have what are called praise teams. I've often wondered why there aren't lament teams. The Bible is not primarily what I would call an upward-looking book, but it's a forward-looking book. So it's it's not a book that's so much concerned about the die and go to heaven piece, but it's more concerned. I mean, the thing it's fixated on is the resurrection and the renewal of all things. This is Pastor Michael and Lindsay Schmidt of Natoma, Kansas. And whenever we go on vacation, we always take along issues, etc., to help pass the interstate mile. Issues Etc. Talk radio for the vacationing Lutheran family. More Jerry Mangley, please. Since the U.S. Supreme Court's Dobbs decision, several states have been successful in getting abortion rights, as they say, into their state constitutions. Ohio is no exception, but there is a measure referendum that could head that off at the pass. It's called Issue 1. Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. Thanks for tuning us in live on this Monday afternoon, the 7th of August. We're going to talk about abortion and an Ohio referendum requiring a 60% majority to amend the state constitution. Dr. Michael New of the Charlotte Lozier Institute will be our guest. Then it's part one of our series on Christian baptism with Dr. Richard Davenport, author of the Issues Etc. Book of the Month for August, The Baptismal River. Dr. Michael New is visiting assistant professor of social research and political science at the Catholic University of America. He's senior associate scholar at the Charlotte Lozier Institute, Paige Comstock Cunningham Fellow with Americans United for Life and a columnist for National Review Online. Dr. New, welcome back. Uh, thanks for having me. Much appreciated. Why is tomorrow's referendum on what's been called Issue 1 in Ohio so important to pro-lifers in that state? Sure. Issue one's important because in November, there's going to be a proposition on the Ohio ballot that would put abortion rights in the state constitution. And it would really go beyond that. Uh, essentially, it would legalize abortion effectively throughout all nine months of pregnancy. There's a very good chance this ballot proposition would repeal Ohio's pro-life parental vomit law. There's a good chance that this ballot proposition, if passed, would require Ohio taxpayers to pay for elective abortions through the state Medicaid program. So this proposition would do, that we're going to be voting on tomorrow, it would require that future ballot propositions get 60% in order to amend the state constitution. So it's going to be much easier for pro-lifers to defeat this pro-abortion ballot proposition in November if we require that they get 60% instead of 50%. What efforts have abortion supporters there in Ohio planned to put abortion rights onto the Ohio Constitution? Go into a little more detail. In the aftermath of the Dobbs decision, many people, groups that support legal abortion, have uh, used direct democracy to try to put 
legal abortion or abortion rights in their respective state constitutions. And there were ballot propositions in November 2022 in states like Vermont and California and Michigan. And unfortunately for pro-lifers, these ballot propositions succeeded. Now supporters of legal abortion are pursuing these propositions in red states like Ohio. Ohio is a state that Donald Trump carried twice. Ohio is a state where we've had success passing strong pro-life laws. So essentially, they're trying to use direct democracy. They can put abortion rights to the state constitution. They would, again, would effectively legalize abortion throughout nine months of pregnancy. There's a good chance it would strike down parental involvement laws. There's a good chance it would require taxpayers in Ohio to pay for elective abortions through the state Medicaid program. So again, that's why, you know, again, if we could require 60% instead of 50%, it'll be much, much easier to defeat this pro-abortion ballot proposition. How do you respond to a recent USA Today Suffolk poll reporting that 58% of Ohioans support a constitutional amendment in support of abortion? Well, I think that first of all, I'd say a couple of things. There's a good body of research that shows that ballot propositions tend to lose support as the election draws near. And again, the campaign against this hasn't really started in earnest yet. You know, we're not even at Labor Day yet. People are on vacation. They're not necessarily thinking about politics. So I expect this to lose support as the election draws near. I also think that, you know, a lot of these polling questions don't really make it clear what this ballot proposition would do. You know, I think that once people learn that it would effectively legalize abortion throughout all nine months, that it might jeopardize Ohio's pro-life parental involvement law that might require taxpayer funding of abortion through Medicaid, you know, I think support for this will, will fall. I think there is a pathway to victory for pro-lifers, even if we don't succeed on Tuesday, but I think it just becomes harder. Does this measure in Ohio have national implications? Sure, absolutely. That if supporters of legal abortion win in Ohio, they'll probably try to do similar things in other red states that have pro-life laws. There's talk of ballot propositions in Florida. There's talk of ballot propositions in Missouri. So again, if they feel they can use direct democracy to weaken or undermine or appeal strong pro-life laws in a red state like Ohio, they're going to try to do the same thing in other states. So again, I think this will have national implications. How much support is there for issue one at this point? That's interesting. There have been two polls. One poll that came out a week or so ago showed it was down some 31 points. But I thought that was a very poor poll that was done by kind of -of out-of-state pollsters that don't have much experience polling Ohio voters. A poll that came out late last week by Ohio Northern University showed that issue one enjoys a slight lead. It found that 42.4% of voters were going to vote in favor and 41% were opposed. So going into the last weekend here, issue one had a narrow lead. Now that said, we know from research that undecided voters still tend to break against ballot propositions at the end. So, you know, we still have our work cut out for us, but the most recent polling shows that issue one has a slight lead and victory is within reach for Ohio pro-lifers. What does the constitutional amendment requirements, what do they look like in other states? You know, there are many other states who require that proposed constitutional amendments receive supermajority support in order to take effect. So you do have other states that do require uh, supermajorities for their constitutional amendments to take effect. So I think you have states like Florida requires 60 percent, Illinois requires 60 percent, 
Colorado requires a 55%. So Ohio would not be the only state requiring you know, supermajority support for a constitutional amendment to actually take effect. Finally, what happens if issue one fails in Ohio? Well, if, if issue one fails, the status quo prevails, and it would still be possible to amend the state constitution with only 50% plus one. And again, I think that is a pretty low threshold. You know, the Ohio Constitution has been amended hundreds of times. Gambling interests about 13, 14 years ago spent $50 million on a direct democracy campaign to expand gambling in the state. So the Ohio Constitution remains a pretty easy constitution to amend. That also is going to make it more difficult for pro-lifers to win in November. Our opponents will be hard-pressed to get 60% to put abortion rights in the state constitution. 50% is attainable for them. Now, there is still a pathway for pro-lifers to victory. You know, I still think we can win in November, but it becomes harder. You know, we just really have our work cut out for us. Dr. Michael New is visiting assistant professor of social research and political science at the Catholic University of America, senior associate scholar at the Charlotte Lozier Institute, Paige Comstock Cunningham Fellow with Americans United for Life and a columnist for National Review Online. You can read his columns on the Ohio ballot proposition at issuesetc.org. Click Talk on Demand Archives. Dr. New, thank you. Thanks for having me. Much appreciated. We will begin a series on Christian baptism with Dr. Richard Davenport, author of The Issues Etc., a book of the month for August, The Baptismal River, right after this. Remember, our Lord promised us this. He promised us that the world would hate us if we were true to Him. San Francisco Archbishop Salvatore Cordelione speaking at the 2023 Issues Etc. Making the Case Conference. He gave us the last beatitude, both in Matthew's version and Luke's version, that we're to rejoice when they ridicule us and utter evil against us unjustly. We're to rejoice. The apostles in the Acts, they rejoiced that they were able to suffer dishonor for the sake of the name. So it's up to us to keep the flame of faith and true alive in the darkness. The truth cannot be suppressed. Let us be witnesses of that. You can watch and listen to Archbishop Cardilione's presentation, Making the Case for Speaking the Truth to Power, and all of the teachings from this year's conference for a donation of $300 by Labor Day. It's available via on-demand video streaming or podcast. Learn more at issuesetc.org or by giving us a call, 618-223-8385. Defending Life from Beginning to End. You're listening to Issues Etc. Memoria Press award-winning Latin programs have successfully taught hundreds of thousands of students across the world. Their easy-to-use, step-by-step Latin curriculum provides students with an academic vocabulary, a mastery of English grammar, and strong critical thinking skills. If you're interested in learning more, visit memoriapress.com and save $5 on your next purchase by using the coupon code LPR23. Memoria Press, saving Western civilization one student at a time. Register today. The 2023 Lutherans for Life National Conference is October 11th through the 13th at the Holiday Inn Cincinnati Airport in Erlanger, Kentucky. The conference includes visits to the Ark Encounter and Creation Museum. Online registration is open now with early bird pricing at lutheransforlife.org conference. Lutherans for Life equipping Lutherans and their neighbors to be gospel-motivated voices for life. Lutheransforlife.org.